All right, guys, okay. recording in three, two, one. How's it going, Medheads? We are back here in Sacramento, California. Me, Nino Snowride. We're visiting our good old friend Nodide here. Uh, we're excited to do another episode. We're going to be talking about specialties today, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Alrighty. Should we jump right into it? Yep. Let's do this. Okay. So, uh, specialties, obviously, what are they? You know, uh, we're going to go into what you would do for your specialty. And from an M1's perspective in the first year of med school, what things we're considering uh leading up to our eventual match into the specialty of our choice. So we'll talk about some of our interests right now. Uh, realistically, things are going to change as time goes on, as we experience every single uh, specialty through our rotations and etc. So all of this is all very preliminary, but it's good to have an idea in mind of what you think is cool going into med school. So let's jump right into it. What are you boys feeling? What are you guys interested? What do you guys see yourself doing? Um, that, that's a very difficult que- question to answer, honestly, uh, especially at this, especially at this early stage. But uh, just knowing myself and like the things I've already shadowed and what I like, what type of person I am, I think I'm gonna end up in something procedural, um, and that's all I know for now, and that's totally okay, and uh, that's exactly why we're shadowing, you know, at this stage to figure it out. But um, yeah, just like working with my hands, honestly, that's like the basic answer. For, but yeah, what about you guys? Yeah, I feel like we're kind of all interested in the same thing. Yeah. Similarly how Nori said, like something procedural, like something surgery-based. Um, <clears throat> just from how like our personalities are, that's what is on our mind right now. But they, for now, it's kind of just like feeling out what we like. And then also, like as you go through your courses, you find things that you enjoy learning more, stuff you don't quite enjoy learning, and then... That also leads you into like, oh, you know, maybe I like this. I'm going to go shadow a cardiologist. So that's yeah. just kind of the thing that we've been trying to figure out and trying to find time to figure out what specialty you want to do. I don't know about you boys, but for me, I feel like every block that I start and I start learning about something super specific, it just seems like the coolest thing for me. Mm-hmm. And then while we're in that block, I'm like, maybe I could do this, you know? And then the next thing comes along and I'm like, oh. Maybe I could do that thing. You go to like every interest group and yeah. then they have a Oh, cool, I don't have time to do that, honestly. They have a cool <laughs> cool doctor talk and then you're like, you know, uh, this this doesn't seem too bad. Yeah. But I completely agree. You gotta go to the interest groups. They give free pizza. No, I go whenever there's food, <laughs> but like, dude, I don't know, the weeks are too packed sometimes. Well, I mean, uh, from, from my perspective too, uh, I think agree with you boys too i mean i've worked with my hands my whole life i could see myself doing that for the rest of my life too so whether it's some sort of procedure related thing or surgery ideally that that's what i'm gearing towards right now or that's what i'm thinking about right now um can you guys talk about more what we mean by procedure related what sort of specialties are quote-unquote procedural well for me i just think like okay or versus like medicine um so medicine is like what like family med uh I guess like portions of peds because there's pediatric surgery too, uh, internal medicine, yeah, um, and then surgical stuff is like obviously surgery, like OB guy can be that. Uh, what else? I don't know, like a million things. Ortho, if you, you know, um, there's a lot. It's it's the main divider I would say between all the the specialties. But yeah, for me, I just know I want to be part of the OR, and yeah, that's what I. And some of them are like part procedure part you know 
yeah. medicine, like OB guy, like you said. What else is it? Urology. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Urology. You're in the OR too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Opto. For Opto. pediatrics, do you go like if say you want to do pediatric surgery, you have to do surgery and then fellowship or actually not the sure. other way yeah it, it tends to be that you do something like general surgery and then you go do a fellowship in pediatrics related to that region but it depends like you can go urology and then get into pediatric urology right or you can go into neurosurgery and then do pediatric neurosurgery so there's generally pediatric fellowships within each surgical specialty or subspecialty but yeah that that has to do with fellowships more so but i think what's important to talk about is like what what goes in your head when you think about what specialties you could see yourself doing. I mean, from my perspective and the advice that I've gotten, yeah, of course, a big part of it is, do you enjoy working with that organ system? Do you enjoy uh, the knowledge and the skills needed to apply to be good in that specialty, for example? Like, obviously, if you don't like working with the brain, you immediately rule out neurology, neurosurgery, everything related to the brain, right? If you don't like working with your hands a lot and you don't want to do procedures, then you rule out the procedural specialties. And you go more so for the human-to-human contact, like the the medicine specialties, the fam meds, the internal meds, where there's so many opportunities to get into, uh, really deep into that that sort of stuff, cardiology, neurology, and go so forth. But yeah. that's one thing to consider, is do you just like what the people in the specialty do? But yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily the most important part, because knowing me, I'm interested in everything. Yeah. So everything seems very cool to me. And in some ways, that's a good problem to have because it's better than not being interested in anything, which then good luck trying to find something. But for me, I know myself and no matter what I do, I'll somehow fall in love with the actual job and the things in the organ system related to what we're taking care of. But I think to me, what's more important is the people in the specialty and the lifestyle of the specialty. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. I feel like the older I get, the more I think about lifestyle and like the balance between, you know, working and actually living your life. Um, just because, you know, obviously time is limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, you obviously want to make a name for yourself in whatever career you want to do. But at the end of the day, you want, you know, other things outside of the 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 work life as well. So work life balance is super important for me, too. Um, obviously, you got to like the thing, too. But yeah, just if you like the thing, it becomes less like, you know, I have to work and then I can get to go home after it, it becomes like I get to work. And then I get to relax with my family, you know, that I've built this, like, whatever for. Yeah. And lifestyle, it's pretty important. Just, like, you know, we're getting older. You start thinking about having a family and stuff like that. But also a lot of people say um, you have to be... A big thing is, like, being comfortable with all the bad things of that specialty. Like, yeah, you know, all the stuff you do like about it is a great plus. But on the really bad days the stuff that really you don't enjoy how bad that's going to affect you and if it's too much then that specialty is probably not for you and you gotta figure out something else but lifestyle is definitely a big part of it if you're just want to have a family want to you know depends what you want to do in life yeah it all just depends on your goals in life too right i mean for me uh the most important thing is the people in the specialty uh, the patient population and the lifestyle, right? Uh, I'm more someone where lifestyle-wise, as long as I, you know, I have obviously a lot of career goals, but I have a lot of family goals as well. And as long as I can be in a specialty where those two don't have to be kind of uh, mutually exclusive and they can't go hand in hand, um, I'll be happy. And I think no matter what specialty you do, for the most part, 
you basically, uh, yeah, residency is a little bit hard to say, but once you're in attending, you very much can determine your schedule. You know, you very much can determine that balance you want to strike. Uh, maybe you won't get the best of every world, but you will be very, you know, it's, it's kind of up to you. It's up to you what you want to do, what, how much time you spend with family or how much time you spend in the clinic, uh, the sacrifices you make on either side, you know, hobbies or whatnot. Uh, but for me, what's really, really important is the people in the specialty. And it's exactly for the reason you just mentioned, Ninos, is because when the bad days get really bad, what really gets you through those is the people you're working with. You know, because the people you're working with, if you like them and you, your personalities click and you guys can work together, I mean, the bad stuff, you guys will all go through together and you'll be able to surmount it. But if you're in a specialty where you're wildly different from everybody and you do not like the people you're working with and their personalities are just not there, even minor inconveniences are going to start becoming huge, huge issues for you down the line. So I, I really consider the people in the specialty and does my personality click with the people that tend to go into that specialty. That's what I think about a lot. Yeah, I feel like uh, going hand in hand with lifestyle, uh, I also think about obviously like how long the residency is too. Um, and, you know, if we're all thinking about surgery, then we're preparing potentially buckle up <laughs> to be in it for the long haul. Um, and there's like fellowship, which is a whole different game. I feel like I have no idea how that even works. Um, we were actually just talking about like what goes into applying to fellowships and mm -hmm. like what you actually need. But at this point, I honestly just don't know. You'll get an episode in four years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, lifestyle. Um, lifestyle is like the biggest driving factor. And I feel like it's also a little bit taboo. But definitely you want to be thinking about your like how much you're going to be compensated. Because like at the end of the day, this is a job and you need to survive somehow. And you're putting in all this time and effort. You know, you want to be compensated for that time but i don't think that money should be the main thing because either way like i i feel like most of the time most of your time is going to be spent into building your career so i feel like you liking your job will you know have the money come along anyway i, I don't know like how to say that properly um the money will be there is what i'm trying to say at the end of the day like doctors are pretty well compensated so no matter yeah. what specialty like it's You're, still going to be you know pretty I'd say better than like 99% of America, you know, just yeah. on average. It's just about like balancing your investment, which is your time and your energy mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, what you want to reap from that at the end of the day. But it's still something to think about. And it's unfortunate that it's kind of a taboo, but I think it's something we all think about anyway, deep down inside. So why not just like tackle the beast and think about it like realistically and logically and have it like know its spot. Like for me, it's not the most important thing. But I'm not going to, like, lie and be like, I, I haven't really thought about it at all. But, yeah, what do you guys think about that? No, it's definitely a consideration, man. I mean, obviously, let's say you, you're interested in neurosurgery, right? Yeah. Um, and you're going to go through a seven-year to eight-year residency, and then likely you're going to do another one- to two-year fellowship, maybe even multiple fellowships. So by the time you're finished, you're, you're well along, like, ten years after med school, you know, and you're just getting your attending position. Now, obviously, if you're not going to be well compensated – it's going to be a huge turnoff, right? Yeah. Now, it's not going to be the main thing you consider. I don't think most neurosurgeons go into neurosurgery like, oh, I'm going into this because the money is good. I would be very surprised, you know? Yeah. That's just like an added benefit. And I would say most neurosurgeons go into neurosurgery because they can't imagine doing anything else, right? Yeah. Because of just the, the, the nature of the specialty and the lifestyle that you need, uh, the, the kind of uh, the way that the, the lifestyle is, right? So, but definitely, 
you would see a lot less neurosurgeons after getting compensated $100,000 a year. You know, right. it, it's not, it's not going to happen. Yeah. You're just not going to see it because the, the investment you put in is not going to be worth the investment that you're getting out of it, essentially, the, the compensation you're getting out of it. So it's a consideration. We would all be lying to say uh, that we don't consider the money at all. It's definitely part of the equation. It's just not very high up, personally, relative to a lot of the other factors, but it's there. Yeah. It's absolutely there. So, um, with all that being said, what are you guys doing right now in this moment to kind of filter out what you like and what you don't like? What, what, what are you doing right now? What are you trying to do, you know, within the next year leading up to our board exams, leading up to obviously res like war, uh, rotations and then residency applications in fourth year? Yeah. How are you preparing your application right now? I feel like just figuring out what you want to do, whether that be like shadowing different doctors and seeing... That gives a good glimpse before, you know, waiting till third year to actually be in the real deal. Yeah. But otherwise, just, I think, choose a specialty that you think you're going to like, and then just try to get involved in that specialty, whether that be research or anything, and then you get a better picture, and at the end of the day, like, just because you did research in something, and then you figure out, oh, I don't want to do this, move on to another specialty, and... It wasn't for nothing, you know what I mean? It's still, like, good for your application, still good for your resume. So I think that's pretty important to do. Agreed. I think the worst thing you can do is nothing. You know, I, again, I think that I, in med school, from my experience, just knowing my classmates, knowing myself, knowing you guys, the problem tends to be that people are interested in many things, and they have find it very difficult to narrow it down to one, you know? My personal experience with med school seems to be that it's easier to remove specialties that you know that you won't do versus choosing one where you're like, that. I know that's what I'm going to do for sure, you know? It's easier to go like, I'm not interested in that, let's take that off the list. I'm not interested in this other one, let's take that off the list. And you kind of narrow it down and you go from there. But the worst thing you can do is nothing. Start shadowing. Worst case scenario, let's say you thought you want to be, you know, uh, an ob and you go and you start shadowing it and you realize, oh, I don't like this lifestyle or this is not really for me. This is, I can't see myself doing this. Who cares? It's an experience down your belt. Your list got a little bit narrow. You're that much closer to figuring out what you're going to do for the rest of your life. So the worst thing you can do is nothing. But before we get into just like exactly what we're all doing, let's get like a list of what are the, what are the specialties to consider, right? So we talked about procedures, right? So procedures can go anywhere from you're in the operating room to you're doing uh, more kind of quick minor scale procedures, which tend, to, which tend to be within medicine. And then you do subspecialties and fellowships within certain procedural things. Like, for example, anesthesiology or let's say you do internal med and you get into cardiology. And then you go one more step and you do interventional cardiology, right? So those are in, uh, the procedure stuff. So we've got general surgery. we got urology. we got ENT anesthesiology, ob ortho, you know, the list goes on. There's cardiothoracics, there's, you know, interventional radiology, there's, there's, there's a lot of, like, procedure-related ophthalmology. ophthalmology, and we can go on and on re uh, regarding to that. And then in terms of medicine, the most popular tends to be internal med because of, you know, uh, after you do get into internal med, there's a lot of pathways you can take. You can either just stay in internal med and be kind of like a a hospitalist where you would be just doing rounds in wards, you know, in the hospital, or you can get into, let's say you want to do cardio, you want to get into GI, you want to get into endocrine, you want to get into infectious disease, or what, there's so many pathways to take once you're in internal medicine. So a lot of people tend to like to do IM because of just the, the ability to diversify after the fact. Yeah. There's family med, 
which we all know what that is. You know, your family practitioner that you go to, you, you follow up with a, a single patient for many, many years. You develop lots of long-term relationships with patients. That's very appealing to a lot of people as well. You know, there's psychiatry, derm, which is hella competitive. Just an FYI, if you want to get to derm, good luck. A lot of our derm folks tend to be a little bit quieter. They don't like to admit that they want to do derm. <laughs> that you just see like, oh, wow, that person was interested in derm. Damn, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, we, we, uh, the pediatrics, neurology, um, yeah, I mean, there's pathology, you know, uh, all of these have personalities kind of attached to it, lifestyles attached to it. And we want to dig deeper into each of these specialties and we will, but the best is don't hear from us, hear from the people within the specialty and we'll be doing interviews with people in each of these specialties for you Metsters. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, we got a couple lined up already. Uh, so hopefully we can get that recorded and out as soon as possible, but we're going to try to have at least one episode in each of the um, each of the specialty categories, at least as a whole, because obviously, like for example, in pediatrics, there's a di- there's a bunch of different types of subspecialties. So we're gonna do our best to cover like the main overarching ones. But yeah, or unless you guys have specific requests, you know how we love our direct messages. <laughs> on Instagram. But uh, yeah, just uh, be on the lookout for that for sure. Um, but I also wanted to add like one more thing about things I'm considering right now that I feel like. I don't know. I don't know if people talk about this, but considering like the patient population you want to work with, uh, for example, for me, I would like to work with very sick patients and just take care of people who really need my help because I feel like that would be super rewarding for me. And I think that's what I want to, you know, gear my career to. But other people, for example, if you really like working with kids, pediatrics is your calling mm-hmm. so just that's that's something else to think about and putting all these things together on top of each other will give you the clearest picture of your future and i think it's important to consider all of these and you know just like rafi said get out there and mm-hmm. see what it actually is like because that could be you one day in the future yeah and also another thing to like consider are you a person that wants to solve an issue and like it takes multiple tries and attempts to fix an issue or are you someone that wants like a quick fix like and that will make you happy you know what i mean so yeah. like doing something like let's say cataract surgery with boom you know much better versus you know neurosurgery which is has yeah. different elements involved into it and how to figure out the best treatment plan yeah agreed and uh, just note on both of those on patient population you have to consider like if you do urology you're probably going to see majority of your patients are going to be older males if you do ob a lot of your patients are going to be females, right? You do pediatrics, it's all children. You do, uh, then you have to consider, do you want to get into a life-saving specialty or more of a quality of life specialty, right? For example, plastic surgery, which, you know, you can get into the cosmetic route and it's more quality of life sort of operations procedures versus neurosurgery where essentially 99% of the operations you do are for life-saving procedures, you know? So you do have to consider those things. But on the note of what things we are doing, we did briefly touch on it. So yeah, it's stuff like, Shadowing. Shadowing is huge. Just go see the day-to-day because you see not only what they do day-to-day, you see the people in the specialty, you see the personalities in the specialty, you get to know providers and you get to learn about their lifestyles. I think shadowing is one of the best ways to learn about your specialty. So get out there and shadow. Doing research is another huge one, you know, because that way you get to get into the weeds of the specific new advances in the sciences, what's going on currently within the specialty. The reality is for a lot of people, if you want to get into a somewhat competitive specialty, you're going to have to do some research for your residency applications and your residency um, 
what are they called, the coordinators to review your app and see, you know, you're a competitive applicant to their specific specialty at their location. So research is another good way to get to know some faculty, get to know what the, the specific information you'd be dealing with and the newest advances. And if you could see yourself working in that in the long run, in the future, because that's, that's essentially what research is, right? We're trying to see what the new and the next is. Yeah. That's another big thing. What else? I mean, besides besides shadowing, uh, besides research, I think you guys mentioned before going to the student interest groups, going to those lunch talks that a lot of these SIGs hold, uh, getting to know people that way, you know, panel discussions, panel events. That's another thing. Uh, uh, listening to future MedHeads podcast episodes. Oh, 100%. Specialty highlights. A hundred percent. Yeah. I heard that's a new interest group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Metheads, the the MIG Metheads. Yeah. <laughs> the Metheads SIG on campus, actually. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, just like exposing yourself any way possible, and really just like being self-reflective and thinking, like, do I really see myself doing this for the rest of my career mm-hmm. until I retire? That's I think literally what it comes down to. The goal just. I know it's early, but just try to start thinking about it as early as possible when you're in when you start MS one because then it kind of like narrows down your path and you know like all right I'm gonna go for this point of attack and go for the go for that you know because yeah. I feel like a lot of people nowadays it was easier twenty years ago to figure it out later on in your journey but now I think it's more important to start figuring it out the earlier the better. Hundred percent. And just a little note to your pre meds out there: it's completely okay to have a specialty in mind when you're going into med school, but also just be open minded that there's a very high chance the moment you start, it's going to change. It's going to change immediately. We all have these ideas and you know notions going in like, oh, I'm going to be a neurosurgeon, right? And hell, some people go and they go through med school and that's absolutely what they want to do, and they realize this is the only thing I can do, and this is the only thing I want to do. There's nothing else I want to do. That's wonderful. But I would say more often than not, people go into med school with, I want to be a dermatologist, I want to be this, I want to be that. And then they take a lot of classes, they fall in love with a certain other specialty, or they do a rotation in another specialty, and they're like, I love this, this is amazing. That's okay too. So just keep an open mind. It's definitely good to have interests and an idea of what you see yourself potentially doing, but keep an open mind and realize that more likely than not, the moment you do med school, that idea is going to change a hundred times over, and that's okay. It's part of the process. Yeah, and um, yeah. With that being said, uh, do you guys have any last-minute add-ons? Yeah, just be on the lookout for the specialty interviews that we're going to be doing soon. We already did some before, like with Doctor Allering, but uh, we're going to ramp it up for sure now. Now that we're in it and we have you know more access to the faculty that we're working with. Uh, so yeah, just be on the lookout for that. If you guys have any specific specialties you would like us to do first, or you know, if we don't get to that for whatever reason, just uh, let us know, and we'll be happy to schedule something. But yeah, just uh, stay tuned for for those future episodes coming soon. Yeah. I think that's all for us med students. Catch you guys next week. Cheers. Anything <laughs> else, Prem? <laughs> <laughs> Toodles. Take it easy.